Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd here, back with another podcast. Today is January 29th, 2019. What's going on, people? Got a little bit of feedback from the Royal Rumble preview. Um, did what that did that with the wife the other day, and uh, people were asking for a wrestling podcast for some odd reason, and uh, we gave it to you. Just uh, wasn't one of our more popular podcasts, so we might be stepping away from wrestling or just may cover the big shows, you know, depending on popular demand. Uh, the podcast was released on a very busy weekend. There's a lot of things going on for people, I guess. Uh, a lot of MMA, uh, boxing was on this weekend, uh, plus the wrestling pay-per-view, which went way too damn long. I mean, we started at 5, and I went to bed a little bit after uh, midnight. It's really got about a seven-hour freaking marathon of wrestling, which was a little bit too much. So I don't blame anybody for not being available to listen. But, yeah, um, I mean, I thought it was one of our better podcasts. It came out great. Sound quality was nice. Uh, everything was there. We... I thought we were pretty entertaining, so if you haven't checked it out, I know it's a preview and everybody knows what happened now, but just go back and listen to it. It was a very entertaining, fun, fun listen, but yeah, check it out and get back to me. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, today's podcast is going to be, uh, I'm not really going to have too much of a point to this one. I'm just going to go off on some things that really get on my nerves, and I just wanted to talk about, you know, uh, certain certain things psychologically with people that I've been wanting to, wanting to do a little bit more research on and just kind of kind of put it out there to see what you guys think about it. Just, you know, why people do certain things. Because a, a lot of weird situations have been going on right now in my neighborhood. That, like, I, I just don't understand why people do dumb shit. For instance, uh, a couple podcasts ago, before we made this switch to the pod bean, I pulled it out on SoundCloud. And I went over, you know, like, this weird behavior of this one guy in our, uh, on our block in our neighborhood. That seems like he just wants to get to know everybody. And if you couldn't tell by now, <laughs> listen to the podcast that I put out, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't talk to my neighbors. I don't go out there and go out of my way to, you know, say hello to people. And it's not really like I hate people, but I, but I kind of do hate people. You know, I just, I just don't want to be bothered. I don't know because I have never actually had like the soul searching talk with myself, I guess, or thoughts, you know, internally about like why I'm the way I am. I, I just, I just am this way and I can't change it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, just in case you guys didn't hear that podcast and you're new listeners, because those podcasts have since been since been removed ever since I made the switch over to the far superior Podbean. Uh, this is how the story goes. Just, just a couple quick ones about this guy. Uh, he's an older he, he's an older male. He lives there with his wife. Uh, he he waves to us every time we drive by, you know, and, and and that's okay. I don't mind giving a courtesy wave. But um, when we when we first you know knew about them when they first moved into the house, uh, my 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 old lady and I we were we were getting groceries out of the car and they they kind of walked over and. The wife came over first, and she was talking to us, and the guy came over, and they were just talking to us, and it was like, you know, we're, we're putting groceries in the house, and I think at the time I was holding, like, one of those big-ass, like, 40 packs of waters, those heavy-ass things that get heavier the longer you're standing there in one spot. I'm holding it, and I'm trying to get in the house, and the guy's just talking about dumb shit. I, I don't remember. It's been a couple of years. But they were just talking and talking and talking, you know, and we were being polite because we're, we're not assholes. We just don't like to be bothered. And anyway, you know, that was the door being opened, I guess, for them. And they were like, oh, you know, these people are nice, I guess. And then every time afterwards, they would just wave to us. But we never made an effort to be seen. And every time we'd see them outside, we kind of wait for them to go back in or walk by before we'd go out and run to the car and take off just so we can avoid the conversation. Well, anyway, uh, fast forward a couple of years. We were doing the same thing. We were pulling into our house. We're like, oh, fuck, that guy's out there. And anyway, um, he, he like did a little courtesy wave. And keep in mind, they only live about like, if, if our house is here, I know it's kind of hard and I'm giving a visual here. You can't see me. You can only hear me. But picture my house. Across the street, there's another house. And the two houses over to the left is where that guy lives. So it's, like, very close. I mean, I, I could throw a football from my house to his. 
you know, we can have a game of catch. That's how close we are. But anyway, we pull up to the house and we start getting our groceries out and he, he gives the wave and he's just standing there. You know, he, he wasn't like being creepy and watching us, but he was outside doing some shit in his yard. You know, the kids and I and the wife, we're getting stuff. We, we bring everything in the house. We sit down. We're about to start playing a video game, probably DC Universe or something. Who knows? All of a sudden, you know, and, and this is like, we get in the house, we're, we're changed. Like, we're, we're dressed for the house now. We're, we're wearing, like, our sweatpants and shit. This is like the weekend time. I'm off. We're just going to relax and take the rest of the weekend and not do anything. Ding dong. The fuck? Who the hell is that? No one ever rings her doorbell. Ding dong. Like, what the the fucking we're just kind of puzzled and i was and i just got on the psn mic with my wife we're talking about something we're like what the hell who's ringing the doorbell ding dong ding dong we thought it was the fucking uh mormons or jehovah's witnesses or whatever the hell it is so anyway you know i get up walk into the living room walk to walk into the kitchen look through the little peephole you know and i'm like oh fuck it's that guy so we sit there and i'm like it's him what the fuck do we do he sees it. He saw us literally walking into the house with the groceries. He knows we're home. He waved at us. Shit. Made eye contact. God damn it. And I'm just sitting there watching him through the, like the blind now. She comes over. She's looking through the blinds. And the kids are just standing there like looking at us like, well, what the hell's going on? And I'm sitting there looking through the blind. And he's just standing there with his, you know, his arms in his waist or whatever. He's just waiting for us to answer the door. He knows we're home. I'm like, what the fuck does this guy want? We're, we're trying to rationalize this. Like, what? there's no possible reason to come over to our house. So we run into the hallway. <laughs> Being the adults that we are, the kids followed us. And we're all in the hallway. The kids are looking up at us, and we're looking down at them. Like, each like each party's looking for looking for the answer. Like, what do we do? We ask the kids, what do we do? And, and the older one's like, I don't know. You guys are the parents. What, what, what do you do? Why don't you just answer the door? Oh, oh, wait. Before we ran to the hallway, right, my younger daughter grabs the, the fucking door handle and turns it a couple of times thank god the door was locked so you can hear the sound or whatever it makes when you turn the doorknob so the guy now sees someone trying to open the door so he's like excited probably he's gonna have someone to fucking talk to because that's what he does he attacks people and talks to them for like hours he he, he he like cuckolds you while he's fucking talking to you you're stuck for hours a minimum two hour conversation outside but anyway now we're in the hallway trying to figure out what the hell's going on we're looking at each other all of a sudden, we hear, like, one more, and then all of a sudden, it starts knocking. Like, what the fuck? He probably thinks her doorbell doesn't work, and he's knocking now. And it, it goes on for what seems like eternity, but in reality, it was only probably about two and a half minutes or so. And it stopped. And then I, we, like, tiptoed. Like, we're hiding in the hallway. Like, this motherfucker can see us. Like, he can sense our presence, you know? Like, that movie Bird Box. We shut our eyes and everything. So we're fucking tiptoeing back to the kitchen, and we open up the blind very, very slightly, and we see him walking up the street back to his house. So it's like, I feel like I was rude, like we were being like real assholes, but it's like, dude, there's no possible reason for you to ever knock on our door. We do not invite people. We don't want to talk to anybody. Our neighbors don't even know my name. Like they do not know my name unless they get my mail by accident. I don't want to talk to these people. And it's not like I have anything against them because I don't know them enough to. I just don't want to get to know anybody. The ideal place for me to live be on an island on a moat or something, you know, like around my house. It's just like, I don't want to deal with it. But anyway, the guy, you know, he's, he walks away and I'm like, oh, fuck, I kind of want to know what he wanted, but I don't want to talk to him because I don't want to open up that door. I don't want to give the impression that I want anything to do with you because I don't. I don't want to talk to you and there's no reason for you to ever knock on my door to ask for anything. Don't ask me for salt, sugar, whatever, you, eggs. I, I just don't want it. There was another guy. But wait, before I, I, I go to the other guy. Uh, so that neighbor, uh, never knocked on her door again or anything like that. He, he, he did say something to us once we were walking out the door. If he can, 
like like a piece of garbage blew over to our yard from someone else's house. And he's like, oh, I'll take it to the dump. All right, see you later. Bye. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but yeah, anyway, I just, just don't want to bother. But uh, but yeah, another weird thing, too, is like people, the, the people directly across the street from us gave him a key to their house, which I think is weird. And he has a key to someone else's house, the person that lives across the street from us and to the right one door. He's He's got a key for their house, too. So he's got keys to like two of the houses, which leads me to believe that maybe he was coming to collect the key from us. Like maybe he thinks it's his duty to have an extra spare key to everyone's house. And the funny thing is, is that the neighbor, not the one across the street, they actually just recently moved out. Uh, the one over to the left of us, I, I guess it's like a summer home or something, because down here in uh, Myrtle Beach, we have something called Bike Week. And this guy participates in it. He drives a motorcycle. So he comes down for a week. And the guy, the talkative guy, just goes out there and, like, harasses the shit out of him. He'll fucking have that guy out there from morning till night. No shit. I'll leave for work in the morning. They'll be out there talking. And they'll be out there talking when I drive home at night. And they'll be out there way past bedtime, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. They're out there still talking. And it's just crazy because, like, I, I have this warped perception in my mind that they hate this fucking guy that talks all the time. But they just put up with him because they're polite. They're not like me. They, they won't, like, ignore you and pretend you're dead. But, like, he has a key to their houses, so he'll just walk in there when these people aren't even around, and he'll just go in there. Who knows what the fuck he's doing? He's just going in their houses. And it's just weird, like, why would you trust this guy to have a key to your house? I don't know who the hell he is. He's just he's just a guy that talks a lot, you know? I don't know if he's, like, going there and stealing shit. He, he would go in there, grab something, and come out and bring it to his house. And it's just like, I don't know what kind of relationship they have, and I don't care to know them. Uh, to me, it's just weird. I wonder why people, like, have so much trust in someone else. Like, I don't know how you could trust somebody just odd but the person across the street from us they just moved they got rid of all their shit and this guy walks into an empty house the other day we're just sitting there watching him because we're just fucking weird like that we'll just watch people like live actual lives he he like walked up the street all slowly and he was turning around like 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 he was doing something like he was being watched which he was he just didn't know we were doing it but he was like looking around like you know how people go when they're about to steal something and like those surveillance fucking walmart videos and shit you're like watching them and like they're they got this nervous look in their eyes and they're looking around like like they don't want to be seen going into something. That's what this guy was doing. And it's an empty house. Like our neighbors, they packed up all their shit and they're gone. It's just so weird. I, I just don't get it. But yeah, he uh Yeah, he uh he just goes in there. So it's like I don't know what the fuck this guy's game is. Like what is his end game? What is his goal? He's just going to people's houses. Just don't understand why people trust so much. But yeah, but there's another guy too. He uh, he he used to bring us like bread and shit, like fucking stale ass bread that was like a day from going out of code. I don't know why the hell he would do it. And like milk, cause his wife worked at a school, so they know that we have kids. They're like, oh, here's some chocolate milk. And they brought over like a fucking garbage bag, a big ass like fucking hundred gallon, probably overestimating, but it was like a big ass black plastic bag of fucking those little chocolate milk cups. And I love chocolate milk. Don't get me wrong, but. It, it, I mean, it's it's like a dumpster bag full of this shit, and it's like they're going out of code within three days, so you gotta drink this fucking milk. You gotta drink so much fucking milk before it goes bad, and I'm like, I don't want this fucking milk. Now, he was dropping it off, and his wife is dropping it off because she works at the school, and my wife would just take this shit, and I'm like, why do we have so much fucking milk in the house? It shit's in the freezer, shit's in the fridge, in the fucking dog bowl, it's like all over the goddamn place. So finally, this guy was just coming over and just giving up shit, and he's like, and I said no once before, and he's like, oh, no, it's, it's no, we're neighbors, you gotta look out for each other, and, and one, one time, after he did it again, I'm, I'm, I'm like, listen, man, I was like, I, I don't want this shit anymore, I was like, I, I mean, all we're doing is throwing it out, it's going to waste, we don't, we don't want it, give it to someone else that needs it, we don't need this stuff, and he stopped, doesn't even wave at us, at us anymore, I don't think, it doesn't wave, doesn't knock on the door, which is fantastic, I just don't get it, 
like people they try so hard to get into your life for some odd reason and i don't want it i don't know if it's the vibe i give off but like the harder i push the harder they try to get in it's just weird now i'm not saying i'm like some freaking great guy like i'm like people just oh man everybody wants to be around me or be with me in some way it's just it's just strange it's just really odd like i in in my in my mind i just could never picture myself going up to someone and just starting up a conversation because that person doesn't need me in their life just like i don't need or want them it's just like why would i ever open up that door it's just opening every door for random bullshit i don't even want people to come up to me at work and talk it's just like but you you know you have to turn it on because you have to pay bills or things you just have to do in life and i i just don't want people opening up that door with me is i don't want a relationship with you i i don't want you to come up to me and talk or anything like that and I don't know if it's something that's going to pass in life. And I and I think it will one day. I just have to reach that point of happiness. And I'm happy with my wife and I'm happy with my kids. I, I love them dearly. But there's just a little bit more that I need. And I'm not I'm not a very needy guy. I don't like have an extravagant lifestyle or anything like that. But I just need to get that last hump. I got to get over it. You know, I got to get over my last little hump and I'll be truly happy. Because I'm like halfway there. You know, I got the family, got the house. I, you know, I, I, I got to... I got a good paying job. I just want to get over the hump of just, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, you know what it is. I want to pay my mortgage off. That's really what it is. And I'm just, just financial freedom. I don't want to be rich. Don't need to be rich. I just want to get over the things that like stress me out. And that's putting a roof over their heads. And I've had a steady job now for, for, you know, over five years. It's just, and I don't stress about that. It's just like, I guess living with anxiety, it, it sucks because you're always worrying about shit. You, you can't stop thinking. And it, 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 it screws me up all the time. It keeps me up at night. But I think I'd be more receptive to people if if I had that peace of happiness, that peace of mind. I, I, I think a lot of that, that stress leads to anger and resentment. And I think that's what it is. But I'm no fucking psychiatrist. And I don't want to down you guys. I don't want to be a downer or anything like that. So I'm going to move on to the next little topic I want to talk about. And that's South Carolina drivers. These fucking people are terrible, man. Holy shit. They never heard of a fucking blinker and they cut you off and they speed. Now it's like if you're going down a 35 mile per hour road and people are blowing by at 60, it's a little unsettling. These people have no sense of fucking like decency. I mean, they'll, they'll cut you off without putting a blinker on. And there's so many cars down here that have like have, have like dents in them over the place because that's just, that's just a way of life. I mean, like fucking a brand new car will be dented within a week. These people are fucking maniacs. Now, I don't know if it's because the education down here is really low and they rank like 48th in the country or some shit like that right now. And, but they also rank in the top three as far as accidents go. So I don't know if that is a, is a good correlation. Like maybe like people that aren't as intelligent or as, or as educated and can't drive, but I mean, if the, the, the place that I work at, you, you, you have to check their driver's license. So it, it's, it's just the way it is. You know, I'm not going to tell you where I work because I won't do that because I don't want people stalking me or going nuts or anything like that. But you have to check their license. A lot of times people don't have driver's licenses. So I'm like, how the fuck did you get here? Oh, I, I drove. Well, I mean, you have to have a driver's license for this shit. You know that, right? Uh, let's, let's, let's just do something else. And it's, it's just like these people are driving down here, a lot of them illegally. They just don't have your driver's license, but they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it's like, I was like, I, I, every day for like, geez, months, for probably close to a year, I was sending my wife a picture 
from the car of an accident or something like that. I'm like, look, another one, another one. I call her up. Guess what the fuck I'm looking at? I'm sitting in traffic because there's a fucking five car pile up over here. And she was getting aggravated. And we just had this conception now. Our perception is people are just fucking idiots. They don't know what they're doing. And they're fucking, they're, they're all NASCAR drivers. <clears throat> I have a mental picture of them all driving, furiously masturbating down the road at 85 miles per hour while drinking a Red Bull and screaming to some heavy metal music. It's like they're all so fucking high octane, you know? They're just nuts. And if, and if they're driving a truck, get the fuck out of their way because they don't give a shit. If they're driving a truck, they don't give a fuck. They're just maniacs down here. I don't know what it is. They drive these big cars and think that since if you're in a smaller car, they're going to muscle you out the way. It's fucking nuts. Now, I was leaving work uh, between like 5 and 5.30 for a little stretch of time. And I was seeing this one guy. And I still remember his license plate. I'm not going to say it on the air. But I actually wrote it down and I gave it to a customer of mine that they said that like they had a relative that was a cop. Because I was like, you got to run this guy's plate. He's a fucking maniac. Every day, I ended up behind this guy for some reason. If there are all these hundreds of cars on the road, I'd end up behind this guy for like a week or two straight. And I would have about a two-car length distance behind him. And what he would do is start breaking, like hard breaking, like trying to get me to hit him. And then he, his hands are flailing. You could see him cussing in his car. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Every day, the same thing. I'd be like two car lengths behind him. And I think the speed limit for the road was like 55 or some shit. And I'm going to speed limit because I don't really go over. Once in a while, I'll go like five miles, maybe 10 miles over, depending on the time of day and how bad I want to get home. But when I was behind this guy, it was, you know, fairly the speed limit, maybe five, five miles higher. I wasn't much faster than him. And I was couple car lanes behind so he's flipping out and i'm getting pissed i'm on the phone with my wife like every time i'm i'm like this fucking guy again so i wrote down his license plate gave it to the person and then i haven't seen him since i haven't seen him since i gave that license plate number so he must have gotten busted for doing some shit but one day we got into a screaming match because i pulled up next to him i had a red light and i'm like what the fuck is your problem and he starts going off you're so fucking close look at the guy in front of you you're right up their ass blah 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 i'm like shut the fuck up i'm, I'm and i i told him i'm like meet me at so-and-so gas station and we go we pass by there every day so like that's about where we split off normally this is by this gas station he turns and he's like oh fuck you i'm like dude i'm gonna fuck you up man i was ready to kick this guy's motherfucking ass because he's a fucking maniac now i know you shouldn't engage with crazy people but i was just fed up i mean it was every day he's hard breaking like trying to get me to hit him and it's like why the fuck me like i'm driving a piece of shit car not like i got money this car if you see this car of mine you would not guess you know, <laughs> I was a millionaire or something. It's a piece of shit. But anyway, guy's breaking and breaking and breaking. I'm like, fuck you. So I, I challenge him to a fight. I pull over to the gas station. He never showed up. He just kept on driving. Never saw him again, though, after that. I don't know if he found a different way home or if his license plate got picked up for doing some shit. He looked like a fucking child molester anyway. I, I don't know, but that just goes to show you, like, these people down here are fucking nuts. Just the people on the road. I've met some very nice people down here. Some of the sweetest people, nicest human beings I've ever met. I met nicer people down here through work than I've ever met anywhere else in my life. There's genuine nice people, you know, some good people. If, if I was a friendly guy, I'd probably invite them out. Like, hey, want to hang out at work? Some, you know, some of these guys have a beer with them or something, watch a game. Just not quite there yet, you know? Let me have a sip, sip of some H2O here. <sighs> but yeah, it's just absolutely nuts. I don't know why these people drive the way they do. Could be education, who knows? Uh, maybe they're just driving illegally. I, I don't know. It's just the South, man. It's the fucking South. Otherwise, I can't complain, though. It's been very nice weather-wise here. We've been in the 50s, a couple of 40s, you know, but nothing like where we used to live. Northeast was always snowy and just miserable. Uh, but, yeah, they always say we're bad drivers up there for some reason. And I think they're a lot better up there than down here. They're just, just fucking crazy, man. I mean, 
Oh, yeah. It's, it's like they're drinking caffeine, scream at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And it's like a personal insult if you pull out before someone else does. They, they get pissed off and they, like, speed up and they drive around you and shit. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're not going anywhere faster than me, you know? You're not. I mean, we're going to meet up at the red light. You're going to speed by, but we're still going to meet up there. It's just like, you're not fucking going anywhere. Slow the fuck down, people. If you're one of those drivers, please slow the fuck down. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what else pisses me off, too? People that start their conversations with so. I'm not really going to go into too much detail with this. But people, <laughs> uh, they fucking walk up to me at, at my job. And they're like, so. And then they go into their story. And I'm like, um, it's, I don't know what it is. It just drives me nuts. And it's always like, like teenage to like early to mid 20s, like white youth. And they go, so, and, and no, it's, it's not just white youth, it's, you know, it's black, and it's, you know, it's, it's not, not, actually no Hispanics, but it's like, so, this is what happened, da, 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 da. Like, oh my god, and they all fit the same bill, they're wearing like tight pants, like tight jeans, and I don't know how the fuck that got in the style, tight jeans, when I was a kid, I mean, when I was a teenager, it was like baggy clothes and down to your ass and shit, you know, like that's what the style was, I was never the down to the ass guy, but I did wear baggier clothes, I still like them loose. Because I like a, you know, a loose fit. I want to be comfortable in my jeans. I don't want my freaking balls to be, like, clung to my fucking leg screaming for air. I, you know, I like to air, air out the old stuff down there. You know what I mean? I like to air it out. But, yeah, like, the people that do it, they wear these skinny-ass pants, a T-shirt with some dumb shit written on it, maybe a weird design or something, and and, and they eat at Chipotle. Because Chipotle is where douchebags eat. Chipotle is actually pretty good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've eaten it quite a bit of my time. Uh, it, it's, it's a healthier alternative to a lot of the fast food places out there. But if you go to Chipotle at like between noon and like one, one thirty, you're going to see some of the douchiest looking people in society. They're all like young college age kids. They all talk like assholes and they all say, so you go up to the Chipotle line. How can I help you? So I want a bowl, a brown rice bowl, uh, some chicken, uh, uh, uh some lettuce. And they, they got, they all sorry, say, so stop saying so. Don't start a sentence with so. Don't. I mean, not as like the introductory sentence. If, if someone says, hey, how you doing today? Don't go, so I was fishing and this happened and then so, so, so. No, just be like, well, this is what happened. And, and then and, and then you can throw in a couple so's. But don't start your sentence with so. It sounds really douchey and you sound like an asshole. All right? All right, that's done. <laughs> and another thing that's really douchey too is a lot of coffee drinkers. Uh, someone said to me the other day, Man, I can't, man, I just feel like ass. I got to start my day off. I need my fuel. Fuel? Like, really? Fuel? Is that what it is? I mean, like, I, I like to have an occasional Red Bull, but, like, the, this, but I don't need it to start my day. Like, I'm not going to be this miserable human being unless I get my, my coffee or my caffeine fix. These people that are like, man, fucking coffee, man. Don't talk to me until I've had my cup of coffee, my cup of joe, my fuel, my fucking whatever. It's like, man, coffee is some of the nastiest tasting shit, and it smells bad, too. I don't know why people drink it. And the thing is, is like, you don't like it either. If you're a coffee drinker, you don't like coffee. Because I've seen what people put in their coffee. They put everything in there to make it not taste like coffee. So why are you drinking it? Get yourself a fucking soda or something. I mean, Jesus. And actually, coffee coffee bean, certain kind, can help you lose weight. So I, I understand that part of it. But, like, if you have to get a coffee, it's all you're going to do is put sugar in that shit, put creamer and all sorts of crap, and now they put ice cream in it and all sorts of shit. It's, like, it's not coffee. Drink your coffee like a man. Make, drink that shit black, man. Drink that shit black. Don't put any flavoring in it. If you, if, if you don't like the taste of something, don't fucking do it. That's just so strange, man. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. 
but basically, like, the main topic now, because my mind works weird, man. I fucking start one place and I go somewhere else. How about prostitution? <laughs> weird segue. Um, I, I, all right. Now, Myr- Myrtle Beach, we have a lot of prostitutes. And I, I see them all the time. I see homeless people and prostitutes. Now, you think about prostitution, you think of drugs, you think of diseases, you think of all this crazy shit, which is true because, I mean, there's a lot of disease and drugs when it comes to prostitution. A lot of them are drug addicts. That's how they feed their fix. They go out there, they blow someone for 20 bucks, they get fucked for 30 or whatever the price they negotiate, you know, with their John or whatever the hell that is. And prostitution, for some of you that don't know, is the world's oldest profession. Now, the thing about it is I don't have a problem with prostitution. Sure, I don't go out there and buy hookers because I don't have to. I mean, I, I've been happily married now for 13 years, which is great. It's been, been, you know, some of the best years, even though we had some ups and downs. You know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But besides that, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with people that want to spend their money on some pussy or whatever they want to get out of life. It just, it doesn't matter to me. And the fact that so many people are, are, are you know, getting their nose in other people's business is because I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you why. It makes no sense to me. If fucking... Johnny fucking tuxedo gets out of his job and wants to wants to go buy a hooker, you know, in the seedy parts of town. Let him do it. Down here we get a lot of drug busts and prostitution ring busts. You know, they're trying to clean up the town and all that good stuff. I understand that. I understand you because we're in a tourist area. You want to have it nice. You want to have it so people want to come back. And they don't see the sleaze because they want to spend money here. It, it's a business. I get it. But the thing is, is, there's a bigger picture out there, and that's the fact that they're going to do it anyway. And the more illegal you make something the more enticing it's going to be for people. I mean, these women are not going to stop. Every day there's a bust, and you see, like, in the paper, the pictures of these fucking ugly, disgusting bitches, and they're getting bought over to J. Ruben Long, which is her, like, big big uh, prison down here in Conway. But you, you see them getting busted all the time. They're not going to stop. They're going to go out there. They're going to get their money for their fix somehow, some way. Anyway, they get released in 24 hours of being picked up, and it's just like, okay, you're getting a citation. Got to pay this, pay that, and you're out. Why don't they do something and just legalize it, man? Fucking legalize prostitution. Clean it up. Basically, I mean, take one of these businesses down here that fail and turn it into like a little brothel or some shit. I'm not saying it's got to be right in the strip where all the, where all the beach shops are. Put it somewhere else. Put it in a small like part of town where no one really goes. You tax it, obviously. Like, all right, your blowjob will be $21.39 after tax or whatever the fuck it is. Who cares? But at least, you know, these women aren't going to be disgusting and this gross. I think Dennis Hoff, he had it, he had it really good. Um, he's, he, he's the now deceased owner of the Bunny Ranch in Nevada. What he did was he got a legalized brothel, and what he did was he housed the woman. They got regularly tested, and it was a safe haven. The guys didn't have to go somewhere shady to some hotel and then get shot and beat up and killed by the girl's boyfriend for his money or whatever the hell's going on. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, what they're doing is they're they're cleaning it up and they're making it legit. I think that would help out Myrtle Beach a lot because there's so many drug addict whores and what they're doing is they're passing diseases from one guy to the next and it's 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 fucked up. I mean, we got a real epidemic in our hands. I think if you cleaned up the girls and made it an actual profession, because some of them just can't work, some of them are stupid, some of them just don't have the skills required to, to do business anywhere else, and maybe. You know, if, if they want to sell their body and it's an agreed upon, you know, amount of money between her and the guy, I don't see a problem with it. If the woman's going to get fucked for a hundred bucks and the guy's willing to pay her that hundred bucks and it's something between a man and a woman, a personal agreement, then who the fuck are we to tell them they can't do it or put them in jail for that shit? Maybe it's the cops that are just not getting any pussy and they're jealous. I don't fucking know. It's, it's just a very stupid law and something I just never agreed with in the first place. 
if you made prostitution illegal, we're not going to all go out and buy prostitutes. But it would keep the streets cleaner because they won't be walking the streets at 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever the hell they're doing in their high heels and shit. They won't have all these damn pock marks all over them that look like fucking bacon bits all over their skin because they're disgusting and they're scratching out their fucking scabs from their drug fixes. I mean, they're, they're going to be in a place. They're going to be clean. They're going to be regularly tested so they're not passing diseases around. And it gives girls an option. Hey, if you're a dumb bimbo, but you're hot, and you don't know what to fucking do with your life, you, you can't make money anywhere else, become a prostitute. It's your fucking body. If you want to do that to yourself, then who are we to tell you you can't? We, we get them out of jail, too. I mean, oh, boy, we got fucking killers out there, but we're arresting women for selling their fucking vaginas. Uh, who cares what they're doing? Let them fucking make money. If they don't have the skills to do anything else in life, they're going to just keep fucking up. Make it legit. Tax it. And Jesus Christ, man, we'd make a killing off of that. And by the way, let's make some marijuana legal. That's an even better way to make money. You tax the hell out of marijuana. I don't care if it's 40% tax on the damn thing. Give people the option. It'll clean up the streets. People are selling pot. As a matter of fact, the guy, one of my customers, killed somebody. Yeah, he fucking murdered somebody over a drug deal. Guess what the drug was? Marijuana. That never would have happened if you can go to the local corner store and buy it. You know, of course, make it medicinal. I don't give a shit. Give people the option to not have to go meet someone behind a fucking Home Depot at 4 o'clock in the morning to buy a pound of weed or something. You know? Get these street walkers off the streets. If you really want to clean it up, that's how you do it. All right, you people want to fuck somebody. We're going to put you in this abandoned building over here. We're going to we're, we're gonna put some money into it. We're going to tax it. And we're going to clean these girls up. Get them off the streets. Hell, while they're prostituting, maybe even have like benefits for them, like health benefits, maybe some kind of tuition program so they can learn and maybe get off the streets give them a fucking trade school to go to. I talked about trade schools in another podcast. Trade schools, some of the people that I knew that went to those became some of the most successful friends of mine, you know, growing up. They, they, they got body shops or whatever, man. If, you, if you're not good with math and this and that and the other thing, give them something that they can be good at, whether it's fucking or doing something else. I don't know. And, and we'd gain a lot of money off of it, man. Fucking get people out of jail. That's more money we're not spending, keeping these people fed and clothed and and house for some bullshit charges. If somebody gets picked up with a joint in their hands and they're walking down the street smoking it, they're not bothering anybody. They're just getting a little fucking high, man. Life sucks. Like, give them an escape, you know? And whose business is it? Fucking A, man. I know I live in the Bible Belt, but we got to stop with this Bible shit. There were prostitution. There's prostitution in the Bible. But these fucking Christians out there are selective on what they want to believe. Oh, well, we don't like prostitution. The Bible had it, but you know what? We're, we're only going to pick the things in the Bible that we want to enforce because we're assholes like that. These fucking pieces of shit. Oh, my God, man. There was definitely prostitution in the Bible. If these Christians would actually read the fucking Bible instead of just blindly throwing their faith at a mystical man in the sky, maybe they would just be better off. Maybe they'd be able to enforce laws and just, just you know do things that just make sense. Things just don't make sense anymore, man. Fucking A, dude. Like, Fuck. If a prostitution brothel was open, keep it all in one building, man. These fucking people won't be walking the streets. I guarantee you it would clean the streets up. Guarantee 1 million percent. Make marijuana legal, make prostitution legal, and there you fucking have it right there. The economy will get better because these girls will have money in their pockets. They'll be able to spend money, make money. Guys will be a lot happier. They'll be so stressed out because they'll be able to get some freaking ass if their wife won't give it to them or if they're single, you know? And of course, you'd have age limits on it. You know, the girls have to be 18, duh, of course. You know, you, you, there's a background check on them all. They get regularly tested at least once once a week or twice a month, whatever they want to do, however they want to do it. Um, yeah, they get them regularly checked up. Keep these girls fucking clean, man, you know, and 
give them a place to live. A lot of them are homeless. They got no other options in life, whether it's by their own doing or just fucked up circumstances and situations. The economy would boom. Holy shit, it'd be great. I, I, I guarantee you prostitution would bring up and upwards of like billions of dollars a year. Billions of dollars people would spend on that shit. Why not? And we could tax it. Make more money. Trump wants his fucking wall built. There you go. Marijuana legal everywhere. Tax it. Boom. Your wall's paid for within within hours. Same thing with prostitution. Make it illegal or make it legal. Boom. Tax it. Done. Fuck. Who cares what people think, man? Sometimes you just have to just make an executive decision. And that and that would make the world better. It really would. I'm telling you, these fucking people out there don't have it figured out. I'm not saying I'd make a good politician, but I would do things that make sense. Some things will just make the world better, and you just have to just think about the bigger picture. People might be mad initially. The fucking the fucking the religious people might be might be angry, but it's like they get over it and they'll attack the next person because that's what they do. No, oh, someone did this. Let's attack them. Forget about this. You know, even the freaking assholes of the left. I'm sure they would get over their bullshit long enough to see it because you're empowering women. That's exactly what it is. It's empowerment. Don't tell them what they can't do. Tell them what they can do. You can do whatever you want. It's your body. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope some of you agree with me. Um, you know, if, if not, I'm, I'm very open to the bait. You know what my email address is. It's MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. I can be also be found at Twitter at MyrtleBeachNerd. And uh, the Facebook thing is kind of a work in progress. I don't know if we'll actually do it. I made a little page. It's, it's MyrtleBeachNerd. You can search for it. Don't know if I'm actually going to use that thing or not because I'm not really a big fan of it, to be honest with you. I had a Facebook a while back just for the purposes of uh, transferring a game back and forth. I used to play this Walking Dead game, mobile game, but uh, yeah, it kind of, I don't know. I just don't want to play it on both devices anymore for whatever reason. I got rid of it. It's just it's just pointless, a bunch of people on there that eventually find you and you're like, fuck, I'm found. And then, then it starts spreading like wildfire. And once that happens, just get rid of the fucking thing. It's just, I, I'm not a big fan of it, whatever. Uh, we got some upcoming shows for you. As a matter of fact, we're going to be reviewing the Ted Bundy special, which is out on Netflix right now. I've heard it's very chilling and scary, so which I do want to see because I, you know, I do like serial killers. I like listening, you know, to their stories. I like reading about them and things like that, watching their movies. Um, and Ted Bundy is, is probably the most well-known, not the most infamous serial killer of them all. We're going to be watching. That's a five-part series, I believe, on Netflix. So we're going to watch that and review it. It's probably Friday or Saturday. Um, I got a weird work schedule this week, so yeah, I'm gonna see what we can do as far as figuring that out. That's that, that's a very highly anticipated show of ours. Um, yeah, like I said, it was a very quiet weekend though. We didn't do much. Played some DC Universe online. That was fun. Uh, yeah, been having a good time with that lately. So you know, we just enjoy each other's company and that kind of thing. Hopefully, we can spend more time together in the upcoming future. Got some plans, you know, some some thoughts underway. So we'll see how that all pans out. Hopefully by summertime we can see some of these dreams become a reality, you know? Just basically the point of happiness, guys, is just being happy. You know, you, you wanna be you wanna be happy in life. That is the point of it all. If you're not happy, you gotta make yourself happy. Nothing's permanent. You have the power in life, you really do. I don't want to sound like a motivational speaker, but if you hate your life, make it better. You only get one shot at this, man. You gotta do something about it. If you if you hate your job, get out of it. Find something else. I mean, even if even if you got to accept a few dollars less per hour, or, you know, things work out. Nothing's permanent. You're not going to be stuck in a position you're in for long. You know, it's you're in control of your destiny. The people that you work for don't make you go there. You can easily say, I don't want to come here anymore, and boom, it's done. It's over, and your stress is gone. Sure, new stresses may come out, but put yourself in a good position to get out of it. If you're, uh, you know, like, like if you're if you're like me and you worry about your mortgage or whatever getting paid every month, and it's not something I 
I, I, I have to be worried about it. it's just the way my mind works. I get stressed out enough. But anyway, back to what I was saying, if you put aside a little bit of money all the time and you start seeing your savings account grow, you know, that's a good feeling. If you can put aside money and save up and start paying things off, the first thing I, I would say to get happy is, uh, you know, get yourself on a diet plan. Start start losing some weight. You start feeling better about yourself. It does help out. I mean, I feel better now. I've been doing that keto thing for a little while and I, I feel less full, less hungry. I've been dropping a few LBs and, and, and I feel happier because of that. But I know I'd be extremely happy if I paid off some debt. So I'm working on that now. And then once I get the debt paid, start working on the mortgage. And if I ever get that mortgage paid, I'll be a different person. I'll, I won't be the Myrtle Beach nerd anymore. Who knows? I might be fucking Saint Myrtle Beach nerd. Who knows, man? I'll, I'll just be I'll just be happier. And I know that'll that'll happen. Um, I, I I got like a five year plan to pay that off. But it's who knows? I mean, things happen in life. You know, I, I could hit a scratch off and pay it off. Who knows? But I'll, I'll tell you what, that's that's just the only advice I can give you, man. Fucking pay off your debts, and if you're unhappy, I know a lot of you are unhappy in your jobs, judging by the great response I got from the from the retail podcast I did. Most listened one to date, and it's still getting a lot of views and listens, so thank you for passing that along if you have. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just like, if, if you work at Walmart and you hate all your bosses, you hate the customers, you hate doing what you're doing, Put your two weeks in. Get out of it. It's such an empowering feeling when you're taking life by the reins and control of your own situation and doing what you want. If you're unhappy at your current job, just start looking for other ones while you're working it. And then that day that you can leave and get into something you want to do in some other field, do it. Start your own business. I mean, you only get one shot at life. Like I said, just go out there and do it, man. Kick life in the balls and fucking do what you want. That's the pursuit of happiness. That's what we're all here for. And hopefully we can all find it soon enough, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Myrtle Beach Nerd, and I'm going to repeat this for you. I can be found at twitter.com at Myrtle Beach Nerd and gmail.com at Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at gmail.com. Send in your questions, some feedback on the Ted Bundy thing. We'll read them on air. Um, yeah, just looking forward to that and keep the comments coming in on, on iTunes. Appreciate those. And send some emails. We'd like to read some emails. If you guys want advice on anything, I mean, we could talk about anything. If you've got one for me or the wife, send us an email. We'll read your questions out on air. We'll do a little podcast segment on them. You know, we'll talk about that every week. And, you know, once once more interaction with the community. Um, if you guys want to retweet me or something like that or, you know, help me promote the podcast, that'd be great, too. If you have some friends, tell them to listen to this. This is a pretty good thing I got going on here. And if I do say so myself, I, I, I enjoy it. It's therapeutic, and I like doing it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Myrtle Beach Nerds. See you this weekend. Have a good night.